everybody. Merry Christmas in July. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. This is so exciting. Today we are here to talk about one of the most popular Hallmark movies uh, and perfect for Christmas in July. We're talking The Nine Lives of Christmas and we have Ryan and Kelly from the Romcom Gents podcast back. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for coming back on our podcast. Thank you. Yeah, we're so happy yes. to be here. <laughs> it's so cold it's so, now that oh it's my Christmas. Gosh. 116 <laughs> degrees here in Portland. Oh, boy. You know, we should have been take, doing this last week. It would have made me feel much colder. It would colder. have been a lot helpful. Yeah. yeah. Take off your Santa hat and get in the ocean <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. So how have you all been? We haven't talked to you since last year, I think. Was it last year? I remember Some the last point. time we we time talked compressed in the past year yeah yeah, yeah right. it's been a bit <laughs> but uh how have things been going did you have a good uh holidays in 2021 we're halfway through the year can you believe it yeah we are <laughs> exhausted <laughs> me having my kid kelly about to have his kid in october oh so gosh. he is in full nesting mode oh yeah, yeah yeah we just moved into a new place on top of that i was gone for six weeks in atlanta uh working on a project and so like just getting back home and then moving and then like trying to like get the house arranged so that I, we can have a baby. It's been a lot. <laughs> That's that is a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> so how is that? Well, for people who missed our previous episode, why don't you introduce yourselves? Tell tell our audience about the podcast that y'all. Yeah. Do. So we're the rom-com gents. We host, we host, we, we, host, we host things. We Gustav well. host mm-hmm. a <laughs> podcast called the gentleman, a gentleman's guide to rom-coms where, where we exclusively talk about planets. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's for all the host fans. That's for out there. your holsties out there. That's what they're called. <laughs> it's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, every week on our podcast, we take a look at one rom-com and whether it's good or bad, we take a look and we discuss it and either critically praise it or bash it or get surprised by films that we thought would be bad that mm-hmm. are good or thought we would be good but are bad and generally have a merry time talking about rom-coms together oh yeah yeah mom and dad don't get mad at each other except every once in a while yeah <laughs> um and it's important to us that you know as being the rom-com gents we want to make the case that rom-coms should be for everyone and especially guys should interact with rom-coms because a, romances they're good but b there are some not literal lessons to learn but sometimes they can be a good influence on your your romantic life and so we're we're yeah. always grateful for rom-coms being a part of our film diet yes yeah. that's very well put yeah, what do your wives think of think of you guys doing these? They like these, us. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what do they well, think of the podcast? What's funny is my wife usually watches the rom coms that I have to screen for the podcast out of the corner of her eye, and she usually wants to watch like, like she's been hounding me. She's like, "Hey, the new episode of Bad Batch is up. Like, we need to watch the oh, new yeah. Star Wars show." And it's like, "Okay, I, I'm right there with you." <laughs> Uh, so she usually wants to watch action movies, but likes it when we like watch rom-coms together. But yeah. I found that I'm actually watching more rom-coms than she is these days. That's funny. <laughs> uh, and and my, my wife, uh, my wife actually listens to every episode. So Aww. she, she's always like, I'll, or, I mean, I think she's missed a couple, but she, she's way into it. And she always has her opinions on the things we say. She, you know, they both wish that we actually like made a living off of this, but besides that, they love us doing it. Yeah. We should all listen so that we can all work to make a living off all this. Oh, I know. Please, please come over to the podcast. Um, It's a fun time. It's a fun time. But they are very supportive and they love arguing with us about it too. So like, you know, it always creates a dialogue. (laughs) What would you say is one of your favorite episodes that you've done this year? This year? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to answer for you. For you, it's A Knight's Tale, because we did A Knight's Tale, and I think that's one of Kelly's most favorite movies of all time. It mm. is. I, I do really one. like that episode. Um, and I still kind of waver on whether I really want to call it a rom-com, but I'll be generous and say, yeah. sure, it's a rom-com. You know, I, I really liked doing, um, goodness, Some Like It Hot With You. That was that really was fun. fun. And then uh, probably Muriel, Muriel's Wedding, just because I neither of us had mm-hmm. known anything about it before getting, getting yeah. into it. We didn't realize it was like a hidden gem. And yeah. It really, mm-hmm. like Aussie. That was, that was really beautiful. An Ausploitation cool. film. It's not an <laughs> yeah. Ausploitation. It's not an Ausploitation <laughs> I haven't film. seen that, so. It's a great Tony yeah. Collette film. Yeah, early Tony oh. Collette. And, yeah. and yeah. if anybody's out there, what's the horse movie that's coming out? Dream um, Horse. Dream Horse. So Dream good. Horse. If anybody so, like, likes that, go back and watch this. This is her origin okay. story. <laughs> Very good. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the award-winning author of A Royal Christmas Wish comes a charming new romance in the Pine Hollow series where Happily Ever After begins with adopting an adorable rescue dog. Lizzie Shane's Once Upon a Puppy is an opposites attract romance featuring a type A lawyer, a free-spirited birthday party princess, and their rambunctious Irish wolfhound who brings them together. The perfect addition to your summer reading list, Publishers Weekly says Once Upon a Puppy will capture readers' heart from the first page. Available now wherever books are sold, you can even look for it at your local grocery store. For more about Once Upon a Puppy and Lizzie's entire Pine Hollow series, visit www.lizzieshane.com. That's lizzieshane.com. We had talked in the, our last episode that we were going to talk about a Hallmark movie one of these days. And so now we're talking The Nine Lives of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And ha- have you all seen Hallmark movies? Are you familiar at all with them? Or was this kind of your I'm, first? I'm glad you asked done? because I feel like <laughs> we have to confess that we're newbies when it comes to Hallmark yeah. movies. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. much more so, though. I, I have seen more than him, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. My wife's mom watches a lot of them. And so when I was visiting last year for a couple of months, like I, I was well in, well inundated. So when you were watching the Hallmark movies though, Mm -hmm. like with her family, how involved were they watching the Hallmark movies? Was it like they shut the lights off, they got the popcorn, the the volumes up or that's just, it's kind of on. So mainly, mainly it was Robin's mom watching while she knitted or crocheted. (laughs) And and like it was just kind of Mm. on constantly because it was just a constant stream of movies. And it was also mainly Christmas movies that she was watching. Yeah. 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 If you just want a continual stream of cheerfulness that will make you happy, put on the Hallmark Channel Mm -hmm. on your background. (laughs) This is why some people get annoyed that Hallmark Channel plays sitcoms uh, during the during the regular year. Uh, It breaks up the flow. Yeah. I don't want that on my background. I want happy happiness and cheerfulness so can can you tell me is it is it like besides being background do you ever do you ever turn down the lights and like light a few yeah. candles and then just like break out the popcorn <laughs> oh definitely okay. i definitely do uh and i think many of our listeners do but you you do both there's ah, the new uh-huh. premiere that's like oh this is so exciting the new Danica McKellar movie or the new like Shisha Bear movie. Way gay. <laughs> We're so excited. <laughs> and so yeah, I mean, in during the Christmas season, there are usually four new releases every week. So oh my goodness. <laughs> during during Thanksgiving week, there is uh, like like eight, I think. 
wow. in one week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every single day plus two on Saturday. So uh, <laughs> it, it becomes uh, kind of just part of your sort of regular life. I mean, I guess it's similar in a soap opera in that sense, you know, that you just mm -hmm. kind of get used to it being every, just this incredible amount of content that you get. And, uh, and there it's really fun because especially on Twitter, there's a, a, a whole community that live tweets all the movies and you get kind of involved. And, and during the, the year, there's both the mysteries, the cozy mysteries, and then, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and then the rom-coms on the Hallmark Channel. So, so on Saturday you can watch your rom-com, and on Sunday you can watch your cozy mystery with Candace Cameron Bure fighting crime. Um, you know, and so sure. it, it, it's a good life. <laughs> can 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 I ask? Just because I've never yeah. seen a Hallmark mystery. Yes. Um, how. How dark are these mysteries? <laughs> like, is there ever any murder? I think there's there always is at least murder a night almost light on. every episode. Have you ever seen Murder She Wrote? I have. Have you ever seen that? It's that template. That's the oh, idea. Okay. Is you have yeah, sure. somebody who's like not a a detective. It's kind of you have a, a Lansbury, yeah, mm -hmm. type. Of, you know, she's a writer, uh, but she ends up solving crime. That's the idea. It's called a cozy mystery in in the words of that's what the novels are called. Yeah, in mm. fiction, it's called a cozy mystery. And uh, so you'll have like in in the Candace Cambray ones, you have a librarian solving crime. Mm. Uh, in um, uh, Danica Keller is a matchmaker. Um, Wait, There's a matchmaker a, solving a match crime. Matchmaker solving crime. Wait, yes. what? So she's matching <laughs> yeah. the suspect to she, the crime. Oh, There's a lot of murder sense. in her life. Her father is was a cop, and so that's like how they kind of it, it's it's ridiculous, but it's fun. But it's basically like um, Emma from like Jane Austen being like, you know what? I'm also gonna be really good at crime. also people getting murdered. It's I'm like Emma and she's murder. A, she's probably a better detective than she is matchmaker. Right? I mean, that to, to be honest, yeah, you gotta yeah. be a better probably. Better detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's just a lot of fun. Does <laughs> is there any one where she like? accidentally matches up the murderer with one of her friends or something like that I'm trying to remember there's only been three of that one but uh i, would, I think I they've like all one. been people that she had previously matched and then they end up getting involved in some kind of murder wow i do Whoa. But, yeah she's, it's, it's she's good at both of her <laughs> maybe she's creating her own job she's like maybe. i need to solve a murder i need to put these kind of people together in order to make that happen <laughs> there's also murder she baked which is about a a baker who solves crime okay so, so. hold on me and my wife ran across murder she baked and we're like this yeah. can't be a real thing and we looked yeah. at it and it's like no it is a yeah. real thing both so. novels and television now so, this is is this true of most Hallmark properties that they are adapted? Like, um, I don't know if you'd say most. Um, there's a good hunk of them though that are based on novels that are based on. Uh, the one we're certainly... here to talk about today is right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they're usually pretty loose in the adaptation. A lot of times, the novels are spicier uh, than the uh, Hallmark version. Mm. But <laughs> because of all the baking, beware. they're they're you know they're yeah. adding all the spices. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this movie, Nine Lives of Christmas, uh, this came out in 2014. So this would have been just barely at the start of the countdown to Christmas, and like really when Hallmark was 
was beginning to become what they are today as far as their Christmas offerings. I mean, I don't know exactly how many movies they had in 2014, but it would have been like 10 maybe. You know, the McElroys actually do a huge bit on this where they go through every single year (laughs) from 2010 onward and just sees how there's more and more and more every year. (laughs) Because now you have 40 every year uh, Christmas (laughs) movies. Which is why all of them look like they're filmed in the spring and summer. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if I can see here uh, on Hallmark Channel in 2014. Uh, Where is it? There we go. They had. Should have had this written down. On Hallmark Channel, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 12 13 so i was a little more than i but they had 13 movies uh for christmas and uh and this was one of them and and there's a couple things about it that you would never see now like for instance there's really no fake snow of any kind and that you would never have that now i mean even this was on lifetime but they had a movie in um southern uh in southern california in um uh, i can't think of the solvang oh yeah uh, in in solvang and they had snow they had fake (laughs) snow and i was just like why (laughs) you don't need it like it's fine it's uh, solvang's a little german town right yeah there's a little dutch town a little movie and uh and so they would never have that now I mean, the only example I can think of is uh, they had a one called a rose for Christmas uh, a couple of years ago, which was about the rose parade. It was a New Year's movie. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they had no choice but to not have fake snow <laughs> there. But other than that, it is you always have you always have snow in a Hallmark movie. They will never have like a tropical location <laughs> Ever. That will they never should happen. take that challenge make a no. really good looking christmas movie <laughs> yeah. set in the bahamas a bahama see, christmas a bahama for on, christmas <laughs> you see it on net like on netflix they did one uh with the last year that was um uh what was it called operation christmas drop i think is what it was called uh, that sounds that familiar. was set on uh like wait was Tonga that rob or... low was that the rob low no that, was, no, that was christmas in like africa or I was close. Wild. Or- oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Ro- yeah. Robin and I were looking yeah. for extra Christmas movies, and we're like, "Oh, Rob Lowe." Yeah, oh, it's just yeah, okay. <laughs> they, uh, I liked that one. They in the uh, in the Christmas drop one, they had a whole scene with where you going into the dance, and they were sprinkling coconut uh, for your snow going into the Christmas <laughs> dance, and we're like, they they couldn't help themselves. They yeah. had to have one scene <laughs> with fake snow. Yeah, uh, but even on an island. <laughs> yeah uh so that's different uh, another thing and this is just my one nitpick for this movie because otherwise i really enjoy it but back in 2014 hallmark movies had the most annoying background music that could ever <laughs> exist and that is true in this movie that perpetually quirky too loud background music sure is, de- mm-hmm. is, is there and it is annoying and i don't like it See, but, the, the problem is we don't have a frame of reference, so I'm just like, I guess this is what Hallmark movies sound like. I'm yeah, not sure. Right. Uh, and they've gotten better about that. Uh, but other than that, I really think this is a cute movie. I really like the leads. I think they are really fun. And 
the it's kind of refreshing to have a cat movie because usually dogs are the leads in most mm. movies so i kind of like that and uh, uh i well, cats uh, harder to train yeah right uh so i don't know what did you th- what did you think of it what did you what did you think of your first hallmark movie Right, Ryan. Why don't you go first? Since you're, you're, it's more virgin snow for you. Uh-huh. I, I, I liked it. I, I, I had a good time because I kind of knew going in. I'm like, okay, it's a TV movie. It's not going to try and be a Sandra Bullock movie. It's going to be, and especially it's going to be, you know, TVG kind of territory. So I kind of, I think I knew what I was in for, and it pretty much kind of hit the expectation. And I just think Ambrose is an adorable cat, and mm, very much I so, like yes. the cat. Uh, your team Ambrose, not yeah. Team Queenie. Oh no, no, me no. Too, actually, uh, your yeah. Queenie? No, 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 no. I'm Ambrose. Ambrose. Yeah, yeah all Ambrose. The way. Come on. Poor um, Queenie. I just I don't like the name Queenie. I think that's where I. <laughs> She's very fluffy. Ambrose has so much personality. Very fluffy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Brandon Routh was really charming. I, you know, it's funny. I've never seen him as Superman or in the CW shows. I've only seen him on Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, totally. oh okay so I, I i think he is a good rom-com lead um and mm-hmm. uh, i like kimberly sustad too she's she's fun so they, it, yeah. it was nice I, I i i can see i can i can dig the appeal i get it yeah I totally get yeah. it um for me i i've seen about 20 other hallmark properties um and i actually like this one more than most yeah mm-hmm. i yeah there's there is something I think even with the camera work in this movie, that felt a little bit more interesting. It felt a little less. I know that a lot of what people love about Hallmark is its consistency. Like the, um, the like paint by numbers isn't necessarily a pejorative when you're coming to a Hallmark film. Mm -hmm. Um, And this movie felt, you know, kind of like a standard Christmas film, but there was, there's enough difference in it where I was, and the leads, I love the leads. um, And like the external characters didn't seem so stiff. Like they all felt like they had a little bit of extra inner lives that I was like, I was kind of charmed by this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think so too. I, can I uh, give you one of my quibbles though? Yeah, please. The nine lives of Christmas. There's is, two lives here. There, there is, <laughs> there is no dead cats. It's I, just happy two cats. I think this is the laziest, one of the laziest titles. Like, <laughs> oh. because I know. Well, see, there's I I know that Hallmark has like a grandpa for Christmas or like, you know, there's a million like that. But the nine lives of Christmas just because there's cats and it's not like people are almost dying or like the the, like the cats or cat ghosts. Well, what would you call it? What would you call it? I would I don't know. Like, I'd call it the fire cat of Christmas. There's no fire. fire Well, you know, it's it's in the firehouse. Firehouse. Oh, firehouse cat. Firehouse cat. yeah, a fire for kittens. A fire. <laughs> um, I think you could call it uh, something with heroes. What could it be like? Uh, yeah, like firefighting yeah. cats. I mean, that hero. gets almost into Airbud territory, and you know, you don't yeah, want to step don't on want their it toes. To sound like Airbud. Um, this is not an Airbud movie. The, That's short of the cat. Hallmark talking is you. notorious for terrible titles. Sometimes the titles will have nothing to do with the movie at all. I think and that's part of the entertainment, like, right? Why? Why did they name so it that? How do you keep track of these movies? How do you like catalog them in your head to know the difference if the titles get if so Hallmark innocuous. keeps them kind of generic like this? I do have a really good memory for that kind of thing, uh, but uh, it's tough. I mean, I use Letterboxd a lot. I don't know if you if you. Oh yeah, love Letterboxd. Ryan that got helps me, me a lot. Keep everything yeah. together. <laughs> I'm the list making queen in Letterboxd. Do you have a best of Hallmark 
list? I do. Yeah, I have several. Okay, I have like we well, should go through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every year I well I have best of Hallmark, I have best of Hallmark Christmas, I have best of each year plus uh so I have the best of right now I have a best of Hallmark 2021 list that I'm keeping. Uh but then uh or just general ranking not best a uh, ranking and then like last year I had uh I had a Hallmark Christmas list, Hallmark uh non Christmas list. I had a um, non-Hallmark Christmas list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just a total all-around Christmas list. So, Is there any other um, entity that rivals Hallmark in in quality and output? I know Netflix has put out a few. Yeah. And I know that like Lifetime puts out something, but is there anything as big They're as Hallmark? They're definitely uh, coming for Hallmark, for sure. And they've definitely felt the heat of that competition. Wait, which one? Uh, Lifetime? Or... Lifetime, especially. Uh, Lifetime had over 30 movies last year. Wow. Uh, which is just crazy when you think of the pandemic. Like, yeah. how how did that <laughs> yeah. happen? There are some... There's a couple that I saw that were filmed in uh, 2020 where it's like there's five people in this movie and they're almost almost none of them are in two shots. Wait, didn't yeah. they do that with Candace Cameron? Didn't she make like a pandemic rom-com Christmas movie where everyone's like writing letters to each other or something? What am I thinking? Of? I don't know they're... about letters, um, but she did make a she made a movie during the pandemic. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Her movie last year was not the best, but I, I remember it being like people just kind of sitting at home alone, just arranging that. They were like longing <laughs> for others. And I'm like, yeah, they definitely shot this in like April 2020. Um, there was one that I thought was pretty impressive where they others on Lifetime where they uh, they had a couple that was supposed to switch houses, one in England and one in uh one California. in in no in new england oh, and okay. yes i love yeah. it. i was like <laughs> i the love holiday. the holiday <laughs> <laughs> they they had that but but because of the pandemic or everything they had to like i think they all filmed it all in the same place but they were very skillful about how they oh. used stock photography of of england cool. to make it all work i don't know it was very very clever um the the only other like reference point I have for like a Christmas Hallmark style rom-com is Christmas a Christmas Prince on Netflix. Oh, which yeah. Kelly made mm -hmm. me watch a while back. Kelly made you watch. Kelly made me watch. We, all... we had to watch it because you insisted on us watching this. Um, yeah. I don't apologize. We, we all decided to watch it together. Okay. But yeah. I, I appreciate like in reference to that, this movie is not nearly as cheesy. And like, I feel like a Christmas Prince was just going for every easy target, like yeah. melodramatic plot point. But this one just kind of kept it simple and just focused on what was working. And that's cats and cute people. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah, because everybody is super attractive in this film. Yeah, yeah, yes. So uh, it starts off with uh, with Mary Lee. She is struggling to stay open. Her eyes stay open during class. Usually she's a hardworking student. And her friend tells her about Just Desserts. And you sign <laughs> Which we up. we don't ever get to go to. I'm so upset about that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so you sign up. And then they have like dessert parties where you get to meet other singles. And I think this is a great idea. Why, like, why doesn't exist, exist in real life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would totally go. Are you kidding me? I would go just for the desserts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just it desserts, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be great. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so she reluctantly says, "Okay, you can sign me up," but she doesn't want anything to interfere with her with her studies. 
and i think already you get an idea of like she is a is a sweet likable character from the very mm-hmm. beginning yeah but definitely like i wouldn't call her like super socially fluid and ad- yeah. like adaptable because we get later on when she finally does meet brandon routh it's just like she's she's kind of an awkward individual yeah yeah which makes her more relatable and more enjoyable i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and so then you meet brandon routh and i like the way that all the other uh firemen at the house kind of uh teasing him about being uh being in the calendar poster and everything boy. and yeah the poster boy i mean one of them is like their hero because he is has all the women and everything and then mm-hmm. the other is, is a you know you gotta you gotta settle down eventually and mm-hmm. of course you have gregory harrison is like the head of the the fire crew and uh, he's great i think yeah i actually really liked him um, mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. we get we get almost immediately that Brandon Routh is like, that's right. I don't commit because he he talks about how they're they're like I, I couldn't quite discern whether he was actually dating this model still or whether like they had broken up right at the. I beginning. don't think he knew what the difference was. I don't think he could remember where he was in this in this, in this wild relationship. world yeah. of. <laughs> But well, he, he says the the reason why they broke up is because neither of them want to get married or the reason why they're like not serious mm-hmm. is because neither of them want to get married. Is that it? Sure. Yeah, I think the reason why they're not <laughs> serious is because, it, I mean, according to Blair, she wants to be able to jet off to the te- to climb the Tetons in Mount Teton at okay. <laughs> any last moment. Uh, and uh, so she's for that jet setting lifestyle. Oh, that's and, his supermodel uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. His supermodel slash um, inheritor of the pet store. Yeah. Universe. So if that doesn't Dynasty. work out, you know, yeah. she'll. <laughs> yeah. That is something that you, you don't see very much either on Hallmark anymore is the uh, shrew ex girlfriend kind of thing. Like, Usually they they kind of stopped. <laughs> they st- kind of stopped with that. Uh, yeah, that's my only character. quibble. Is like of all the characters in this movie, she's just. <laughs> why would he ever want to spend ten Anytime seconds with her? With her? Right. I think, but I think there's a middle ground to be had here because there's her, and then in most Hallmark films that I watch these days, there's not really a villain of any kind or like an antagonist. It's just like, well, we there's a th- like a love triangle. Both are good, but one of them is better. Yeah. One is gooder. One is yeah. One is gooder. One is yeah. nicer. Yeah, you could never have anybody too bad in a Hallmark movie. Like you, you want to feel good in yeah. a Hallmark movie, and uh, and you know he starts out. He says, "I believe in a happy right now. Ever after doesn't work." And so. <laughs> <laughs> because you could i've seen too many people burned in a fire i've seen ever after i like ever after i like ever after too come on now a big fan and uh yeah but brandon routh he is so charming he's Mm -hmm. great in this he should do more rom-coms really Uh, and i love him in ambrose they just have such i mean if you can have chemistry with a cat that yeah yeah he does and and Ambrose Ambrose is like every single time anybody looks at him sideways, he rolls over and does the thing where he's like, "I'm a cat." Yeah, <laughs> who's gonna hate me? Yeah, I said I wrote very endearing. His 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 relationship with the cat is just very very endearing. I mean, to be completely honest, I thought the relationship development between Brandon Routh and Ambrose was a little bit more interesting, but then between <laughs> I him, I completely and- agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, can. 
Uh, well, let's go through the story more and then we'll talk about yeah. their relationship. Okay. In a bit. So, yeah, we find out that she has Queenie and that she is not allowed to have Queenie in mm-hmm. the apartment. And, uh, and then we get their meet cute in the grocery store. Uh, where yeah. she says you're a double hero <laughs> and i like when he's like you having a party and she's got that <laughs> giant ice cream and i also mm-hmm. like that she starts out with like the little tub and then yeah. the bigger tub and then, like, like the that's a lot of like what, what it's like uh, the the type of ice cream it's like vanilla peppermint or something yeah, it's, like, like that. some kind of mm-hmm. mrs claus yeah uh, ice cream and she's that is going to last me a really long long time, time. yeah all I, week though the, it felt like Chekhov's ice cream though because like yeah I, where did that ice cream come back I we wanted, didn't see in that ice cream get eaten <laughs> I wanted her and Brandon Routh not to like like you know to miss each other for a while <laughs> and then we just slowly over the course of the movie see it disappear like she brings oh, it out yeah. that would show the, the passage of time it's like well how much ice cream is gone well we're nearly out it's like well the movie's almost done then <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, especially it would have been funny uh if when she when she when she thinks he's with the mayor's wife uh if she did you just see her eating the giant tub of ice cream and just see her uh, plow through it. Yeah. yeah. That would be yeah. hilarious. Like she just I brings love it out the at the scene. party, yeah, like out of a big like, ice yeah. chest. This is my boyfriend. His name is ice cream. <laughs> I love the scene in never been kissed when she's eating the pie. She's like, I just ate a whole pie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever done that where you started eating a pie? And then by the end of the day, the pie has gone. Cause I've definitely no. done that. I, I, I I've stopped I... myself. as like, put it back, put it back now. <laughs> yeah i never in one session like in that but <laughs> yeah sometimes i have to take a nap uh, oh no no and then I, get back to it. I didn't say it like in an well, hour of course, the day i could the see day. yeah and it was a peach pie so can you blame me worked for yeah. the kid and stand by me that's true it's mm-hmm. like the old joke where they Gross. start off the diet and they're eating like a piece of grilled chicken and you know like one half a, a an oreo and by the end of the thing she's eating the cheesecake directly from the fridge oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And uh, so that's a really cute meet cute. I think they nailed it. I mean, Mm -hmm. whenever, (laughs) especially because she's just like, why am I talking about cat diarrhea? Right. Right. And she's she's super smitten and he yeah. he seems to like like her at first but you know uh-huh. she's definitely more on board the Routh train than he is um but i find uh, girls like her being awkward and cute being really endearing yeah and, me too right. for sure oh yeah and me he's too. i think he's just kind of like you're weird but i do like you yeah you're weird but you know they, that, that's, that's yeah. not a bad thing yeah and then we get Blair coming over to his house and she's like it's like having a kid but worse because it never grows up or moves away <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean it's cruel, but it's kind of true. She, that was she, hilarious. She basically walks in and says, "If you didn't know, I'm going to be the antagonist." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, she's a great evil ex girlfriend or oh, yeah. girlfriend in this case. That in this needs case, needs to be an ex girlfriend, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. <laughs> and then, I mean, what basically happens in the middle of this movie? They kind of slowly start yes. seeing each other. She. Oh, her sister. She has a sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes. So it's her birthday. Her sister takes her out for her birthday and she's uh, she's feeling awkward. Her sister is the most peppy person in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Never not smiling. (laughs) So she tells a fib and says that uh, she's dating this firefighter. Brown eyes. And she calls him brown eyes. And then uh, and then they happen to be at that same restaurant. And so they talk. And he says, I wouldn't trust a woman who doesn't like cats. 
Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, and then there it just becomes kind of one thing after another that they end up uh, meeting and uh, and then uh, uh, Blair gets her fired uh, at the um, at the pet uh. store. Yeah, because basically she just is nice to a cat yeah. like she she gets her fired because she thinks she's rude i guess yeah total <laughs> evil ex thing to yeah do. yeah and i like the girl at the pet shop she's like really pretty but doesn't know it's sweet art of gold loves cats <laughs> <laughs> um and is a huge fan of christmas because when we see her apartment it's like really oh, decked out yeah. oh yeah, yeah for sure but she loses her job and, and then, then she loses her apartment because her landlady breaks the law and goes mm-hmm. into her apartment unasked for. And I like how Brandon Routh like walks in to save the day right there and he flashes his fireman badge and he's like, I <laughs> will shut this apartment down. And it's like, well, I mean, that's a good threat. I like your threat. But also I was thinking there's a lot of other people who live at this apartment complex. That would not be good for them. <laughs> yeah. Just get rid <laughs> of true. evil. There, there's two villains. Pure there's man. evil landlady who doesn't who's like cats. also just pure evil. <laughs> Anyone in this movie yeah. who doesn't like cats is signposted yeah. mm-hmm. as the villain. Right. I think wh- whoever who it was Sheila Roberts and Nancy uh, uh, Silvers who wrote this movie. And I think um they they were so tired of seeing dog movies and they're like yeah. there there are people who hate cats and we think they're evil there's not yeah. enough like press about these evil cat haters <laughs> but, but i next... love when okay. he dumps when he dumps claire and she's like i'm a professional model and you're breaking up with me <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yeah and so oh, yes, this is when this is when Marilee gets her new dress. And this is a people who listen to this podcast know that I don't like it when they wear black dresses at Christmas. Mm. It's Christmas. You should wear red dresses or green dresses or under protest. Purple. Blue or metallic. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought, this, I thought this was a dark, like a very dark navy. So no, no, it was, it was black, definitely a it? it was a black dress, definitely. Yeah. And I'm like, bringing it's this Christmas. up on my phone. Don't right wear now. black. And I'm looking at the poster right now. She's wearing a red dress, and it's like, poster, where yeah. was the red dress in the movie? You can't <laughs> wear that in the poster if it's not yeah. going to make it because it's the dress. It's the big dress yeah. at the big party. In general, her fashion is not my fave in this movie. Yeah, I didn't. And she has a pretty not great selection of sweaters. I like I like TV movie budgets. I've noticed this ever since I watched Disney Channel original movies in the 90s at Uh home that the I noticed that uh, outfits worn by all the kids were never shirts that I was wearing. It was always like generic baseball tee. Uh And it was never something that I could find at Target or Walmart. It's like, yeah, they don't really look like me movie. And Brandon Routh is just either firefighter outfit or random baseball T-shirt. Yeah, that's true. And she she's in the dress and she gets dropped off by her sister to at the firehouse to make a, an impression on brown eyes. And she does she looks gorgeous, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh and then she, yeah, she finds Ambrose, so she goes in and they have their little date. And she manages to spend the whole day doing stuff. And not studying for her final, but hopefully she did okay. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, know. that kind of. Did we find out uh, what happened? I think if she if she didn't do good, we would have known. 
yeah, it's implied she did well. I mean, it's ends it ends on Christmas Day, so she probably doesn't have the results yet. So there could be a, a <laughs> right, a, right, right. It's like we got to end on a happy note because come January second, it's going to be a downer for her. That she I would have really liked a little school. bit more Hermione from her, where she was just like. <laughs> I can't, I need to know. I'm like, I'm, yeah. this is all leading towards me becoming a vet finally. Well, you know, Brandon yeah. Routh's around. I can understand her distraction. And she I mean, takes him to the, to the taco truck. And so that's how you can tell that she's a better person than Blair in many mm-hmm. ways, but also the Blair like is getting all this fancy food and she's like, yeah. I'm going to the taco truck. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I mean, that's who, a clear. Who wouldn't want taco truck over a nice chorizo food. burrito. That's my, yeah. that's my go-to. Yeah. So there's, there's they subtle, move in together. Like you can tell a lot in a Hallmark movie about the type of coffee that our heroine orders. Like yeah. Usually, unless it's like something with Christmas around it, you, you're never going to have like a double latte foamy. That's right. That's a bad person drink. They, they, they just want black <laughs> coffee. Right. Yeah. Black coffee or, <laughs> so, or something Christmassy like a pumpkin uh, spice. A, yeah, well, or that, or like uh, a mint or eggnog, yeah, peppermint, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so, uh, she she gets kicked out of her place. Her and Queenie, very sad, and uh, he he meets her, uh, yeah, after the test, and that's when he uh, shuts down the landlord, and that is a hero moment if mm-hmm. I've ever seen it. Oh yeah, I mean, unbelievable. Looks, it's a good look. It's but good was look. it yeah. sad? It wasn't sad that she got kicked out. It was really, really good for her. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out. That's true. That's true. Uh, so she's and she's very helpful to him. She's she solves the painting. Yeah, yeah she moves into problem. his place. She paints his place. Yeah, she, she does, does it. She, that's and a lot mixes. of work. Plugs in the oven. It mixes in the white colors to get the yeah. The oh, yeah. Right. She gets it just right. And Sarah, my wife, felt attacked by this movie. She's like, "This movie is gunning for exactly who I am because, like, it's appealing to the interior design people who are like really nerdy about that stuff." Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, I I do care about these things, the different colors yeah. of white, and they're mm-hmm. so cozy in their little home life. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're when they're together." And she's putting up Christmas lights and then they go get a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So cute. Uh, the Christmassy scent and lean test. What do you think of that? I didn't understand, I understand what that was. <laughs> like it, like if she was like, oh, we did this so that we could make sure from all angles it looked nice. But yeah. it just it, it felt like something where the writer was like, this is going to be cute, but I needed more. <laughs> Why didn't they lean into each other for a kiss? Yeah, or like they almost do, like they both lean the wrong way at the Uh same time. Yeah, I mean, the fact this got the mistletoe kiss is like an amazing thing because most Hallmark movies, it's the last 30 seconds of the movie that you Mm. finally, the couple kisses. kisses. And our our friends, uh, that uh, one of our friends' podcasts, they... Their podcast is called One Kiss Means Forever because oh, yeah. that's the case in Hallmark movies. Is, yeah. You know, that's... this feels like uh, the the rule set in Hallmark movies is like the Bollywood rule where it's like there's no physical contact allowed. And there's a lot of like literal dancing around to be like, well, mm-hmm. you can assume yeah. that there's a kiss when we shake our hands <laughs> in this really weird way. And so I did like yeah. the it's like a very s- nice second kiss. base in Hallmark world. Right. Like right. A deep lingering look. That's yeah. like very <laughs> important. Mm-hmm. And home yeah. base is the, the, the kiss with tongue. The kiss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm really dubious that a tongue would show up in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> no, ever. never. Maybe Lifetime. No. 
It's, it's the, <laughs> the R-rated Hallmark movie just has tons. And I, yeah. I will say this. I complained about this on a few episodes ago on our podcast that there's not enough like ch- children-friendly, kid-friendly rom-coms out there. A lot of uh-huh. them on average are PG-13. And, you know, for the most part, tweens, you know, can can enjoy it. And there's some that are more appropriate, like Return to Me feels like like Return to Me and You've Got Mail is like my wife's childhood favorites. Uh. She she loves those movies. And it's because they were designed in a way that kids could appreciate them, but it's also adults could appreciate them, too. Mm-hmm. So I do like this that I'm thinking, like, I don't know if my son will yeah. want to be watching rom-coms with me, but like it'd be nice to have some rom-coms on in front of like an eight year old when they're really paying attention to what's on screen. I can't yeah. turn on the best man's holiday. You know, I right. can't just have that on, but these movies I can have on. So I do appreciate it, that. Yeah. It's really nice. I and mean, they're all G rated. So it doesn't get any more squeaky clean than that. And yeah. it uh, is nice. And uh, I sometimes the, with the near kisses make me crazy. Cause, cause <laughs> they can just be, illogical like there's no way i'm not going to be kissing brandon routh you know like or yeah, Jimmy, or have brian you seen his jawline? <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah, like i i mean um, just because a cell phone rings i'm not gonna stop like <laughs> so so this i'm looking at imdb right now uh-huh. and uh right below the uh nine lives of christmas poster it has uh-huh. the genres <clears throat> uh-huh. the three genres here are comedy family and drama yeah there's some drama <laughs> there's in some there. drama which she's at that party which we're going to talk about in a few yeah. seconds it's pretty i mean <laughs> wait which wait what which... well we're gonna we'll, 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 we'll get, get there we'll okay get there. so okay so they get their tree the leans the passes the lean test yeah passes the and lean test. whatever that uh, is <laughs> and we all we do get the classic hallmark folgers glamour shot did you notice that with her? yeah Where's what was her? that does does folgers own hallmark for well, a Walmart. long time we get one this Walmart is very too. like 2014 to 2016 you would have these i mean they still do have pretty gratuitous um a product placement uh but not as bad as it used to be uh but you'll definitely have like the gratuitous balsam hill uh tree company there wow. you'll have a gratuitous shot of their uh of their of their putting together the tree and you get the balsam yeah. hill um, or you know, things, but, but Folgers was a big one for a long time. And so you'd have this shot where it was just like Folgers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys yeah. know that, that um, jingle for uh, K jewelers where it's like every kiss begins. Yeah. With K. That's right. Yeah. Every single time I hear product or I see product placement in a Hallmark movie, I'm like, yeah. every kiss begins with Folgers. Yeah. Folgers. <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so could you did you figure out what town this movie is set in because they were looking at a paper that was the Portland Times. Yeah, it was a Portland yeah. Maine. It, Portland because Maine. No, I, think sm- it, I think it's Oregon. No, 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 no. Just being no. from Portland, there's nothing that looks like no, this place no, no, no. ever. I, mean, I, I think it's say, shot in Vancouver, right, but I don't right. think it's supposed it to be in Vancouver. Production. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no one in Portland owns Folgers. The or grocery stores like don't this. own Folgers. You have to special order Folgers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think know you would where it's supposed to be. 
I I I, I, I mean can't I can remember s- I read the book years ago, but I'd have to. She, oh no, she, she has a line where she says, "Yeah, I'm going to go up to 23rd and do this thing." And 23rd is literally the street that Kelly and I lived on for several years when we were roommates, and that was the cool street to do yeah, stuff. So, like go to I don't know. So, yeah, in name it feels like Portland, but nothing we, about this movie was. That's like- <laughs> more fun that they got it so wrong. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's more entertaining to me as yeah. such. Um. But yeah, it was shot in Fort Langley, uh, British Columbia. Okay, so. okay, yep, BC. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. let's 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 talk about the party okay. because there's something I really want to fix about this movie, but I need to know your guys' drama opinion. Well, first we have to talk about the mistletoe kiss, yes. just briefly, so oh, yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit. Mm, but oh, yeah. it's so uh-huh. good! Yeah. it's so good. <laughs> so she wants to test his affection because yeah. her friend because her told friend her. tells her she says your friend uh, says during you during their cup of Folgers yeah, yeah they're Folgers yeah, yeah. says you can't decide not to fall in love with like someone said, every kiss happens. begins with Folgers every kiss begins with Folgers yes and then the <laughs> sells about the mistletoe kiss and says that it, it's it's a guaranteed way to know I and really so should have tried this with Sarah she's yeah. hanging up the mistletoe and at first she thinks like oh he's not that into it he's not you know he's not gonna fail the test but yeah. then he then sees it and like a goes for it. He's like, mmm, 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 mmm. <laughs> big old kiss. Great it kiss. It's good. It's so good. And he says, I had, I had no choice. It was the mistletoe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Sure. Brandon, you didn't want to get your lips on those lips for any other reason. Well, okay. Yeah. So then Brandon gets to the point of like, uh Oh, real what's, feelings. What's I don't. Commit yeah. though. And he tells the guys at the firehouse, you know, says, I no, I didn't kiss. Oh, I did kiss her. Can, mm-hmm. can I, can I speak to all guys everywhere right now? If you have a friend, if you have a friend who is like finally in a place that he's like kind of like somebody but f- seems skittish about it, don't force uh-huh. it. The mm, last thing it. you can do is make fun of him for it because that'll push him away from where you yeah. want him to go. As soon as they're like, oh, you really want to yeah. commit, but you just don't want to. Kind of like with a cat. You don't force the cat into exactly. a situation. You kind of say, come here, I got some more yeah. catnip for you. Yeah, the yeah. Because his chops does not work in the world of dudes no. is what you're saying. It, well, it, it just doesn't in a movie. <laughs> anyway. but, <laughs> so Brandon Routh's like character arc thing is that he's terrified of commitment, which is right. very 1997 of him. Sure. Uh-huh. Um, because his parents were divorced and he doesn't want to have the same same problems. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and he can't save people from fires if he's in a relationship. He, he's devoted to fires right now. Mm-hmm. Right. right. My wife predicted that there was going to be a dead uh, fiance or dead wife, which I think would have been too dark for yeah, Hallmark. That is a trope of Hallmark movies. You have the hot oh, okay. widower. As oh, we like to okay. Say. It, it's safe for Disney movies. So I guess it'd be yeah. safe for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that would have added to this a little bit. Yeah. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. 
Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Yeah. Um, and what was her thing again? She her parents are are dead. So yeah. Yeah. So she's she, just so busy. She wants to wait. She's not she doesn't have time for love. That's gonna happen after she graduates. Yeah, because she spent her time raising her sister. Her and her sister yeah. nonstop in this movie is like, your our parents would love this. Our parents would be so proud. You look just like mom. And so it's like the movie is telling us like she is trying to fulfill what her parents were on on earth to do, which is love love and you know, be in love for forever, right? Yeah. The ever after love. So they're like cooking food and uh, and then she invites him to the party to her that her sister is having. Right. And he is like, super no. awkward. He's like, no, I've got I've got something to do tonight, which why I don't know why he wouldn't just say I'm also going to a party tonight. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't get why he's awkward about it, because it's literally he is going. To and, work. I thought he and, was lying. This movie wanted he, me to think he was. He leaves uh, without even like they're cooking this meal. And then he's just like, I, no, I guess I'm things. not going to have dinner. Something. <laughs> yeah he it definitely they they you have to kind of jump where they tell you to jump is in all rom-coms but it's like a level um, of mario you have to keep going forward <laughs> keep jumping point. keep jumping That's right. yeah and she goes to the party looking beautiful and she sees him there at the party with a beautiful blonde woman and evidently she doesn't know who the mayor's wife is because re- well because it's portland and it's a really big city of course but yeah. he <laughs> what about you guys? Did you think he was like, I mean, it looked to me like he was there on a date. I yeah. think he was paid arm candy. He seemed uh, really embarrassed. The mayor I, was like, hey, I need my lady to look like a I think tonight. he was there yeah. as the mayor because the mayor is probably like some oh. kind of uggo. Oh, and he's like very much. So everybody thinks Brandon Routh is the because mayor. Because she was acting like, you know, that was her husband. Yeah. She yep. was like kissing and hugging him. And then so. she was like, yeah, in that arm it was pretty friendly. Where, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, maybe she just in, she was inspired by the by the calendar, which I wish we got that calendar. I would buy saw the calendar. Oh my gosh, I want that calendar. <laughs> I'm looking so at the bad. poster right now, and it's like, why aren't you but, in your like skivvies? Like you're, you know, have the yeah, yeah, yeah. around yeah. your arm. Wait, I, I, yeah, and I want like like him holding the axe over his shoulder, and then the cat to be like on the axe handle, just being like, <laughs> yeah, "What's just up?" Like, ah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Twelve Men of Christmas? Uh, I, I, no, no. Chenoweth. That one's is, so good. Is there eight men of Christmas and nine? Is this like the twelfth film? Is this like Fast and the Furious franchise? It's about her. She's like this PR woman, and she ends up getting disgraced and has to go to Montana, and she makes this calendar of the search and rescue dudes at the uh, uh, at the. Uh, so it's twelve men. Right. Does that right. undisgrace her? Yeah, it undisgraces. It invalidates her undisgrace. Yes, <laughs> it's a very fun movie. You get lots right. of dishy men. It's Christian Chenoweth. Christian Chenoweth, Lifetime. Okay, okay. I'm always down for some Chenoweth. Yeah. I like her. It's a good one. Okay. Anyway, um, and so she leaves devastated. I mean, mm-hmm. she does a good job in that scene. I think. Oh uh, yeah, Kimberly. It's uh, very it's confusing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she just sees something, and she has an. She has a gut reaction that confirms what she her worst fears and she you know she's she just she doesn't take a second to like ask a few questions mm-hmm. and she just responds and leaves right and then so what was your quibble at the house or at the party well it, it yeah. wasn't at the party it was about it was about the drama in this movie 
Yeah. Oh, well, should we well, finish? Describing well, that's the, the drama. And then he, he calls and she just lets the message get it. And she's so sad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, they say, Gregory Harrison says, this, uh, this right here right now is a defining moment. I think that's one of the best scenes of the movie. Oh, and mm-hmm. yeah, we and we finally understand that he actually saved Brandon Routh's life. He was the fireman right. that we get like, you know, yeah. he was little and his parents couldn't save him and the fireman ended up saving him. Yeah. And he says, that's, this is- that's nice. I like that yeah. relationship. I want to see the, a movie about those two. Yeah. There's a lot of firemen yeah. crashing through windows like in stories yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there really I'd is. I'd like to see more of that. Like, yeah. More, more careful. than just in backdraft or rescue <laughs> me. I just want to see that in more movies. Yeah. So she's calling uh, and call. He's, call- no, wait, he's, he's calling. calling. He's yeah. calling. He's calling. Yeah. First. He's calling. And, and, first. and Greg Harrison says, "Why are you so sad? This is what you wanted, right?" Mm. Da, da, da. Mm. <laughs> and Ambrose is looking at him like, "Where is Marilee? Yeah. And Where's my friend Queenie? Yeah. We didn't get baby kittens. I was. <laughs> that would be I was cute. sure there was going to be baby kittens. Like go all lady in the tramp on yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. how you would do the second movie." The 10 lives of and Christmas. By the end of the, he goes from like, I'm not going to, I'm not interested. I, maybe I should call her. Oh, okay. I'm going to call her, leave message. He's feeling really sad. And then to the point where he's looking at the cat and he says, if I knew where she was, I would go get her. And uh, that's when good old Ambrose thumbs around in the newspaper to find the article about the pet rescue on so Christmas Day, which cat. I think is a very risky day to have your pet rescue but yeah nevertheless (laughs) Nevertheless. and i I, what i like is ambrose i don't know how conscious he is of what's (laughs) yeah sorry what was that the cognition (laughs) going on right but anthropomorphic any (laughs) cat sees other animals on a newspaper they will claw at it Mm, so mm. this totally makes sense sure totally totally and I remember and, her describing this event and I was like, oh, okay, Christmas Day. Yeah. So that's cl- like, that will clearly be the climax of this movie because right. it is a Christmas film. File that away. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and she also had been watching the Mountain Lion Nature documentary thing that's earlier. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's like so, this, this whole story, right? Where uh, a mountain lion will get in the way of another mountain lion, then climb to a mountain, profess his yeah. love. And then right. if the other one comes up there, then they're meant to be for life. Right. I don't know how true that is. I didn't fact check that. (laughs) I didn't either. I would totally accept that. So he brings the fire engine to the rescue event and he climbs up high and says, this is the, the, this is the peak. This is as high Mm -hmm. as I can climb. Uh, And uh, they uh, have their great final kiss and they love each other and it's all happiness. And And then it cuts to credits. Like, like it's this, a TV movie. I know this movie like cuts the credits. It's with econ- no economical. It's like, yeah. by the way, some other music yeah. right now. Yeah. And it's other music, I guess. Well, we I imagine like I don't have cable anymore, but I imagine the cable way of doing it is like as soon as the credits roll, it's already starting the next one. It like does that right. little picture or like, picture yeah. thing. It's like the commercial. Come on, happens. we got to get yes, the next yeah, one going. It is yeah. a marathon yep. today. It's true. That's the whole like TBS model. Yeah. So, okay, what's your quibble? Kelly? Okay, so so on 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 our podcast, if you, dear listener, if you ever make it over, we often have a segment where if there's something about the movie that we wanted to just tweak a little bit, we um we say how would we rewrite uh-huh. the movie? Okay, okay. So go rewrite it. So they there's this whole setup that happens at the birthday uh, party restaurant scene, right? Mm-hmm. Where her sister takes her out, and then she makes up this fake boyfriend, which is actually Brandon Roth. Right? Yeah. And she says, like, we've been dating and they're all at the same restaurant. 
And there is no scene in this whole movie, except kind of when she drops her off in the dress later, where, um, uh, what, sorry, Mary Lee has to pretend that he's her boyfriend. They right. live together and, and they like, they like spend so the much time The sister should have come over one time. And yeah, like, she should have come over. She should have come over twelve times. the The conflict of this movie, the drama of this movie, should have been that the whole film, or at least the last three quarters of the film, is she's pretending that he's her boyfriend to her sister, and he has and no idea. He has no idea. And what she's trying to do is make it so that, like, she actually does want to date him, and she's trying to start dating him before this lie becomes like exposed. And then unfortunately it does get exposed before the end. And, but they are in love with each other. Well, you know, that is, that is the plot kind of, of just go with it of Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston's thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I've seen that movie. What else? (laughs) All this, this came out before that, but I mean, my biggest tweak, like I said, would have been the music. I thought I I don't like that background music. I would have, toned it way so yours down. is more technical mm-hmm. yeah but i don't know as far as the as far as the script um i mean i guess maybe it might have been fun if she had had a chance where she had to pretend to be they had to be pretend to be boyfriend girlfriend i, I live for that trope i love it mm-hmm. um but also it would have been fun for uh just christmas i mean just desserts to have gotten to her yeah. to have gone to that party yeah, if there was uh, but, anybody else competing for her affection, because there was no conflict. Right, there was there was no. Uh, so I can see that. Uh, but other than that, I think it's very enjoyable for what sure. I always try. When I'm looking, I say, what is this movie trying to be? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. for the most part, it succeeds in being what's trying to be within the nine act structure that you have for a TV movie <laughs> for a, a nine <laughs> for, lives act structure. Yeah. yeah well, all right. those commercial breaks. I'm like, I'm glad these commercial breaks are still here. It's giving me that pace. It's I was giving me yeah. that rhythm. Can <laughs> I say right. I was so upset that um, we weren't watching this with commercial breaks so we couldn't go check on our cookies. That yeah. We were baking, get some, you know get I mean? something to drink and a soda or something. Yeah. Some cocoa, cocoa. eggnog. Yeah. I was really missing this. Like, I'm glad we're doing this. July. I'm glad this is happening, but now I just want it to be Christmas after watching this movie. Yeah. Uh, well, I asked on Twitter what people thought, and of course, I got a million results. So mm. oh, let's read popular. some of them real quick. <laughs> yes. So Julie Sherman Wolf, who is the one of the queens of Hallmark writers, mm-hmm. she's phenomenal. Uh, she says, "My number one all-time favorite that I didn't write." Oh, nice. Nice. I mean, that's high praise. Yeah. Yes. We were just talking about how writers can be jealous of other writers or praise them. And that's that's a little bit of both. I like it. Yes. So Miss Joy to the World says this is the first Hallmark film I've seen. And the reason why I got hooked with Hallmark Channel waiting, still waiting for a sequel of this classic. There's been long talk of the sequel. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Also, I, her I, friend I, says she's like 70, 79 years old, and that's in cats' lives and or, or dogs' uh-huh. lives. We're like, that's that, that doesn't you're add up. You're eleven. <laughs> I know that Kimberly's in for it, and supposedly Brandon has said in the past that he would do it, uh, because evidently at like comic cons and stuff like this, he gets all kinds of questions about nine lives of Chris. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I was hilarious. really curious because I see you know the Danica McKellar's like th- there's like a stable of actors and Brandon. And Routh seemed to be just kind of plucked in and like, come here, you little celebrity. And I'm wondering, like, how did he know what he was getting reeled into? Did he know what kind of world of fandom that the Hallmark people? I don't think it really existed. No, because it hard wasn't. No, then. it didn't. Because this was just like I said, 2014 was just 
the beginning countdown to Christmas. I think it was maybe the first year or second year. Like it He's had a just pioneer. started. Yeah, he pioneer. is a pioneer. For sure. <laughs> He's a pioneer. Uh, Cynthia Simmons says, I like it a lot. I can't decide if the male lead is afraid of the leading cat or just a really big pushover, <laughs> but the leading cat got wrapped around his finger really fast. Cute movie. I'll watch it again and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denise Stout says, love it and can't wait for the sequel. A lot of hot excitement for the sequel. Tanya Rose, this is one of my favorites. I love both actors. I would love to see Brandon Routh in more Hallmark movies. Anna B says, I love this movie. Great chemistry between the two leads. Uh, and just a lot more. One of the best. Love it. One of my favorites. Ambrose. Uh, <laughs> why people love Ambrose. Wait, did Am- Oh, I thought you were going to say he tweeted at you. Ambrose tweeted. Uh, no. Yes. Oh. And then our patron group, we also asked. Uh, what people thought and you can join the patron patron group it's only two dollars a month and it's super fun mm-hmm. Get uh, at it. come on fans. yes uh so we have some comments uh that uh so alicia lomez gross says uh, i need my rom-coms to be heavy on the calm and this is one in my mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. alonzo duralde uh, film critic he says lots of implausibility but they've got tremendous chemistry and she knows how to sell a joke also, mm. Gregory Harrison. Uh, Thaddeus, <laughs> Thaddeus Faster says, it's definitely a silly movie, but that's part of the appeal. Kimberly Sustead was really funny and rootable as Mary Lee. They had great chemistry, and the script actually gave somewhat plausible reasons for why two free adults who were obviously attracted to each other would be so clumsy and reluctant to pursue a relationship. Yeah, I mm-hmm. dug that about it. Mm-hmm. So there we go, some of the thoughts. So if you were saying one to five in the uh thinking of this as a tv movie for what it is what mm-hmm. would you give it one to five crowns Ooh, crowns because yes. of hallmark, yeah. hallmark yeah, yeah, crown yeah. media yeah um, are we allowed point fives at all yes you can okay. do any any ranking that you I, I would do 3.5 for the curve of tv movie hallmark genre uh, if we had to have it in our competition against like Meg Ryan films and Sandra Bullock, I would feel like there needs to be a handicap because it's like, you know, these movies are intentionally low, lower budgeted. Yeah. And they're, there's just things that I know that they I'm are a, devoid of conflict for reasons. Well, it's just like even the production schedule on a movie like this is like, guys, we have a week. Like, like <laughs> we can't do a lot of takes. We got to get going because we don't have a lot of money. All Mark only gave us like this bag of ones. Like, I know. Right. I'm, I'm working on a movie right now that is they were trying to shoot an entire pilot in a week. And it's just like the amount of stress that these people are under in order to accomplish that goal is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. all things yeah. considered for this, what this movie is capable of doing three and a half, three and a half. Yeah. You know, I'm um, not to price is right you, but I'm actually going to land just 3.49. No, no, actually uh, the opposite. I'm going 3. to 3.51. I'm going to give it a, I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I like okay. out of the yeah. Hallmark spectrum that I've seen. Um, yeah. You, you have more of a frame of reference. I could change if I see some, see some Wait, more. And I, we'll, we'll have you on again. Well, this please, be the first please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would love to come back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it a, a solid four. Okay. Like um, I, I've seen a couple ones that I like a little bit more and a lot that I disliked a lot more. <laughs> well, I need to know what the floor is and I want to know yeah. what the like in in the Christmas <laughs> season. Is there like a centerpiece film or is it more just like a marathon of just like these are all all what we're into. There's not one we're building up to. What's the one with Jewel State? Hey. I really liked that one. Uh, Jewel State? Yeah. Um, oh, well, she did. You mean like Jewel is Singer? 
No, no, she's uh she's uh Kaylee from Firefly. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know that. It was an older one, definitely back in like 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um well, we should have our listeners. If you're listening and you have suggestions Tell for us. Hallmark movies for the rom-com gents for Ryan and Kelly, what we could do a hashtag. It'd be hashtag about hashtag uh, jolly rom-com gents. Yes, yes. Is that too long? Jolly rom-com gents. Jolly rom-com gents. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I know, like yeah. that. You have bowls yeah. full of jelly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we'll get some suggestions of what you think are really good gateway films from Hallmark Christmas or Lifetime Christmas. And uh, the worst. You suggest. And, and the, the worst. worst. Give it to us. Give it to us for free, though, so you get us hooked, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really going to be a gateway. Well, yeah. the yeah. one thing I do want to know is, like, there is kind of a tolerance level of, like, cheese in these movies. Because yeah. that's oh, yeah. kind of the expectation. You want it to be cheese. Are the yeah. worst ones the worst ones because they didn't actually give it enough cheese? Like, it's too dry? Or the cheese is just gaudy cheese, just not good I think cheese? the worst ones are the ones where it there's just no chemistry mm-hmm. and the plot like doesn't make sense at all mm-hmm. um like there's this one with this blackmailing that is ridiculous and i hate it um there's another one with a grandpa angel that i don't like oh my oh wow <laughs> that's like yeah so uh, we have we have a an episode i'll send you the link of our what we say are our most overrated okay <laughs> we did recently okay. last month mm, me and mm-hmm. dory and and that one has some funny ones but but yeah there's the, also there's just the ones that because there's no chemistry they go through the normal tropes but it ends up just being really boring yeah. so you're just like why am i watching this you're just sitting um there. yeah but uh but anyway there's you have the good with the bad uh but um I, I actually i don't know i mean i feel like this i would probably give it something more like a 4.75 when mm-hmm. when you're looking at it within the realm of these movies and mm-hmm. what they provide i think this was mm-hmm. one of the best and uh if they could fix that music then i would <laughs> be five yeah um uh, and, and, only and blair is a little blair is a little over the top yeah but, i can only so. get fives to absolute personal favorites and so uh, yeah, you know yeah. kelly no, and i absolutely. argue about that a lot and so my yeah, four I'll, is fours are for the movies that i think are just great, great but it's great funny movies. because yeah. usually my ratings are lower than yours just because like my my yeah, spread yeah. is wider yeah because his average if movie I'm, is if like I'm, a two if i'm oh, counting hey. if i'm <laughs> counting this true. in the terms of future films then it would probably be more like like a four you know whatever yeah but uh I, but anyway within I, I, within the uh within my normal criteria of this show i think it's it's pretty it's it's a pretty close uh it's towards the top so anyway I, I, that's what I, I would say uh but thank you so much for coming on talking with us uh this was a lot of fun uh <laughs> to, i'm so oh, happy yeah. to to initiate you in your your yeah. start of hallmark movie uh, and christmas movie fandom so this now, is thanks great. for holding our hand Appreciate yeah it was it. great yes it's awesome i, well, I found that people... movie by the way just oh which one you know it's uh debbie mackumbers call me mrs miracle oh that was a good one yeah yeah okay. yeah i like that one um so where can people find you guys and your podcast Oh, everywhere. I mean, any any place that plays <laughs> podcasts, we're there. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Romcom Gents. Um, we you can email us if you like have any suggestions. Yeah, email us the suggestions. Yeah, uh, that's romcomgents yeah. at gmail We also have a Patreon, which is uh, just 
patreon.com back or slash romcom gents. We got we're we're all over the place. Just romcom gents, you'll find us. Yeah. Three words romcom mm-hmm. gents. And, we, yeah. and actually right after this, we're gonna record our bonus episode for Patreon. We're gonna talk about in the heights, yeah. which we saw last ah, week. Yeah. So good. I yeah. loved it. All right, very good. Well, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Round Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave all of our podcasts uh, rating and review. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs. And we even have a 10 Lives of Christmas uh, designed shirt. So Ooh, check that 10 out. 10 Lives of Christmas? 10 Lives of Christmas. Oh, trying, trying to get I'm that sequel. To, yes, yeah. yes. It I has mean, Queenie, Queenie and Ambrose on the shirt. It's classic. Release the Ambrose cut. Yeah, please. The more people we can get, (laughs) the more people we can get to wear these shirts, please. Yes. Yes. Uh, And then also we have our our patron group. Like we said, we have a we have our monthly patron uh, movie watch alongs where we have a guest come and we watch the movie. And this month we are having writer Rick Garman on and he is a legend in the world of Hallmark. And we are watching It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, which is super fun. So check that out. And thanks so much again. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll have you on for another Christmas movie, hopefully. Yeah. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye.